0: We, this is my favorite part. we are back with another episode of Seminole Sideline 365. Once again, my name is KB, as always. Right beside me is the old man, a.k.a. Bruce. I don't know why you keep your tag as Bruce anymore. No one knows you as that. Just <laughs> the oldest FSU fan of all time. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're back again on the bye week. Uh, So uh, a little bit different show than normal, since we have no game this uh, weekend, which is pretty nice. No no stress this weekend. You're no losses coming up, no wins coming up. But uh, time to relax, uh, get your weekend back, do something fun, stress free. Enjoy other college ball games, uh, which I'll do this weekend and actually watch other games because I just I don't. It's not fun watching Florida State and then watch the other games all day. So yeah. Uh, But how how's everything up before we dive into it tonight? You know, we'll be going through our mid-season grade. So we'll be doing a report card of each of the position groups and grading them uh one by one. Uh and we haven't the, the cool thing is I, I just sent the topic over to, to the old man uh, yesterday and I haven't seen what he's grading, he hasn't seen what I'm grading, so uh that'll be interesting. That'll and be then interesting. And then before we get into that, we'll we'll just do a quick uh Quick thoughts on on Clemson, just recapping all the news that's come out since that game and, and final thoughts on that. We don't want to dig too deep into that since we've already it's already Wednesday, uh after the game. So, but uh Bruce, old man, how's it how's it going on your end? How how are things uh where you are?
1: Good man, chilly Tampa, Florida. I'm on the road, uh on the road again this week. Um, but chilly woke up 54 degrees, mister. Down here, and I saw the boys at practice. Well, the boys look good, but uh you know, in the practice videos, uh, the coaches had their had their uh, fleeces on, man, you know, had the uh, had the old uh, caps up, stocking caps on. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, a lot of people don't realize it can get down in the 30s in in Tallahassee, Tallahassee area. So it's not always like 90 degrees, but, you know, it, this weather fluctuates now. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, who knows? But everything, everything is good here. Every Hey, I got my new huck fishing shirt. I love this shirt. Well, These are what did you say? Did you just curse? No, fuck, huck, huck, oh huck. God. No, huck, huck. Look, okay. huck fishing performance okay. shirt. Right. Anybody in the fishing knows this. I sent out some tweets of fish that I caught. You know, that's that's what I said. It's, don't, it's, don't don't it's, get, get your mind out of the gutter, dude. Yeah. What are you Is there, a, talking is, there about? is there, why is there
0: a need for performance fishing shirt? Is there a lot of sweating going on? in? Uh, no, no, fishing? it's just
1: comfortable. You could wear this in 90 degrees, you can wear it in 54 degrees. It, it's, it's great. Look at, look at the style on this thing. And it has, it's vented on the sides. Need that you camo have, so you
0: don't blend in, so you can blend in. No, I must have, shirt.
1: I must have four or five of these. One of them is kind of blue and orange. I don't like wearing that. You know why. I don't like wearing that. Unless I'm down at the swamp. Yeah. yeah so but everything's good how about you man how's everything uh, going
0: yeah nothing uh it's like you said it's gotten cold up here uh it's like 45 degrees here today so uh Ooh. had to break out the uh, dog's weather because uh they get on not, that
2: long underwear
0: they, they that don't long. enjoy the cold either and i don't enjoy it but uh yeah it's uh we're finally feeling finally feeling the fall down here or uh, you- up here i
1: should say so uh yeah, yeah and you owe me my steak dinner right I don't we owe get you together. Anything. Yes, I, you do. I, I don't owe you anything. It was I, the deal I, I, was if I had a, a certain goal we had agreed upon subscribers over the weekend, which I did. Which okay. I did.
0: There's something called. Uh, I never Subscriber, approved. Andy, this wasn't on air. I didn't
1: and and you would buy me a
0: steak dinner. All well, oh, I, I didn't back out. Yeah. This guy back yeah, out. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I didn't ever agree to anything. No, but with that being said we do want to uh, thank everyone who's recently subscribed to the show, all the likes, all the views on our past couple of shows. We appreciate the support. If you're new to the channel, first time watching the video, uh, please like the video. It helps with getting the word out there uh, on our program, on our new program uh, and, and encourages us to do more of them. But uh, I think this week, well, like I said, it's not as exciting because we don't have an opponent coming up, uh, but there's a lot to review over the past, you know, seven weeks of the season. So there'll be a lot to dive into. And I'm sure some, uh, uh, Heated discussion on those things. So well, let me add back. one other thing uh, too. We, we
1: do yeah, thank yeah. our subscribers. We do thank them, and and they've been great. They you know they're welcome to our family here, and we especially welcome and want your comments and want your questions. And you can do that on the YouTube side, you know, on comments, uh, and those are being monitored. Uh, uh, and then you can send DMs, you know, direct messages here on Twitter too, yep. if you if you have a specific question. So. You know, we're trying to make it as easy as possible. If there's another way to ha- get you on the air in some way, let us know. Let Absolutely. us know. And oh. we'll do the best we can. If we miss you, we apologize in advance, but keep hitting us and we'll get you on it because we want your thoughts and comments.
0: Absolutely. The old man is always on Twitter. So uh, if you have any feedback or questions, yeah, a lot of comments, those
1: are mine. Yeah. Go and over
0: and uh, follow him on Twitter because. And, uh,
1: well, and some people have said, you know, what does that mean when I put B, Brew or Bruce? That's me. You know, that's my comment. It doesn't necessarily mean KB. KB takes some my, my mind down, which is wrong.
0: Wrong. Censor. I have to censor you sometimes. So all right. With that, that's that's our intro. But with that, uh, like I said, I think uh, it's worth doing a quick little uh quick little download of the Clemson game and uh just getting final thoughts. You know, that came out of we did our live reaction. If you haven't checked out the live reaction Great show, show, uh do that you would you got a raw live candid thoughts right after that game so those are the best yeah, i think those are the best shows that we do just because especially with you free, especially you know, with yeah, you yeah they're, they're probably my least enjoyable to do but it's probably the best content <laughs> oh, i love it, those if you're looking if you're new to the channel go watch the live reaction videos because you'll get the best content that there is during the week it's like um, watching a car wreck <laughs> so is watching florida state sometimes oh, um but with that Uh, I want to get your final thoughts on the game. Like I said, final score 34 to 28. Mm. Fleursi had their chances in that game. It looked like early they were going to be able to compete, got away from them uh, in the third quarter, and then kind of had to play from behind, you know, fought back to make it close, make it a respectable score at the end. But I I don't think it was as close as the score indicated. What are your your final thoughts coming away from that game?
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't think the game was as close as the score indicated. Uh, in that regard, however, however, with that said, that the the middle part of the game got away from the Knolls. Mm-hmm. That's where they lost it. We went over that in the post react in the post game reaction show. You can look at that. We broke down the possessions in our last show yeah. and and how uh, the Clemson Clemson was able to score twenty seven unanswered points, and that was basically the ball game. Yeah, in that regard, they we're digging out of such a big hole. That even though uh, the uh, the the guys were guys were coming back, uh, they showed fight. Now Mm -hmm. you and I chatted about that before in an emotional way, but they showed fight. They showed that they were willing to play the game to the end, even though the fans, you know, had to get to Burger King early after the damn game, which maybe we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, Yeah, they they were better. They, they well, uh, yeah, you go ahead, you go ahead and put that up because I think that's one of my big takeaways. All
0: mm-hmm. right, uh, yeah, I can uh, pull it up. So, uh, this yeah. is something we discussed, I think, Sunday, or well, this came out right after the game, uh, in press yeah. conference when we were live. We were live, so we, we didn't pull this live because we didn't know about the comments. But, um, yeah, Dabo has some comments about the uh FSU uh crowd here, and uh, yeah, let's let's hear what he had to say.
2: game, I mean. You know, they had a lot of people that left. There were a lot of empty seats right there where people gave up. but Them kids on that sideline didn't give up. Them kids. Them kids.
0: And let me uh – I'm going to make sure that the others coming through sometimes the stream yards. Yeah, I heard it. Weird. I heard it really good. All right. I want to make sure uh, everyone else out there okay. can hear. So, yeah. I'll, I'll replay okay. here.
2: Play it again. Oh, Mike, after the game. I think, mean, you know, they had a lot of people that left. There were a lot of empty seats right there where people gave up. but Them kids on that sideline didn't give up. Them kids, them kids fought their butt off. They competed. And I think that is a compliment to coach and his staff and what they're doing here at Florida State. Uh, man, those guys have competed every snap all year. And uh, that is a sign of a good culture. It's a sign of kids buying in. Because, uh, you know, you're down 20 in the fourth quarter. You could have easily, you know, uh, hit the sideline. Uh, but those kids never quit. i tell you
0: what. Now, yeah, so I uh, now, yeah, I now, think now, you, go
1: back. Okay, never mind. That's fine. You, you know, got here's it, my yeah. thought. No, no, no. No, no. It's good. Here's my th- thoughts. I want you to cue it back one more time for those viewers who are just jumping on here to hear that segment about him saying people were leaving. Just that piece. That's right up front here.
0: Yeah.
1: For the game. I mean, you know, they had a lot of people that left. That's it. Right there. That's good. You know, in my I have never, never heard an opposing coach point that out to a national press and national audience, which he gets anyways on YouTube, never heard that before. And I don't even think it got quoted in the papers, you know, by by press. Mm -hmm. But, you you know, there's something to that. I am not a huge Dabo fan, but somehow I started buying into Dabo after how he phrased that one minute of comment and what he said to coach Norvell on the sideline. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. there were two pieces, fans leaving that tell, you know, the best programs win or lose their fans don't empty out like that. That is a problem here at Florida state and I'm going to say it. And, and and I, there was some fighting in Twitter this week when, when I was putting that out, when you and I were talking about that yeah. on the post game reaction, yeah. it stirred up some people. Well, you know, the game was over. I don't think you have to be a fan to stay to the end. Well, I disagree. I disagree. You stay to the end. What if they would have won that game Yeah, in a couple of ways? But that's not the matter win or lose. It's a matter of this is your team. But if, you know, a true fan, it's your team, win or lose. A lot of these fans, oh, only if you're winning. It, only if you're winning. Or then I'll go out and get my championship yeah. hat yeah. and shirt. But you know what? If you're not doing well to the stand, I'm out of there. I'm, I'm getting to Burger King first. Yeah, that, that's bullshit. Well, I what think it is. And I now, think let well, me let yeah, me finish yeah. my thought while I'm on a roll here. Yeah. And then I'm gonna, but Davo Sweeney caught my attention and some respect. You know, he's a little bit of a cheerleader for me, but he caught my respect by saying these kids on that FSU sideline. They didn't quit. They didn't check out early. They kept fighting. They fought the whole game. I thought those were some of the best comments I've ever heard. Now, either Mike Norvell's daughter, which she's not, I think he has a daughter, not old enough to marry his son. Maybe that's why he's I saying that. God. Or he's going to hire Mike Norvell if something goes wrong. But that's pretty damn complimentary. That's pretty complimentary. That's one of my biggest takes uh, from this. From this, So I'll let you comment on that. And then I have one other take.
0: Yeah, I... I uh for as much as uh, FSU Twitter or whatever you want to call our fan base, as much as they rag on Miami about fans not showing up to the games, period, which is absolutely true. It's no better for you to show up for half of a game and then leave. It's 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 almost a worse look, honestly, because if you don't go to a game, then you're showing no commitment at all, which is bad. But if you come to a game and then it doesn't go your way and then you leave, it's almost worse because it shows like you're, you're very much a fair weather fan. Like at least the fans that go to Miami games to then like a quarter pack stadium, at least those are diehards and they stay for a very bad team for the fans just to come and then leave midway through. I mean, that's true. Like you think, you know, you have better things to do. You're only going to, like you said, be here for when things are good. And the fans that were like, I think you were going back and forth with when you tweeted some things, because I was looking at it. I, the argument was, you know, you can't tell people how to fan stuff like that. I get that. but I could have opinions on it. You're right. I can't take out a fan. I can't take to stay at the game the entire time. Yeah, I. That's up to you. No one's telling you how to fan. But at the same time, you can't just be a fan when it's convenient for you either. Like you can't just say, like, if you were able to go to the game for two hours, you could stay the game for four hours, right? So it's like you only stayed for when it was looking good, when you were in it, and then you left. And so I think like you can't say, I'm I'm all in with this team. I'm gonna ride or die. Da da da. And then when the thing got tough all right well let, let's 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 book it home early right so that's where i had the issue i'm not going to tell you how to fan you can stay home for every game i can't make it every game because i live thousands you know thousand miles away so you know you showed up but you only showed up for half the game because you thought ah, things are tough i got better things to do this team isn't worth the time so don't say you're a diehard fan blah, blah, blah. just say all right i'm a casual fan that's what i am that's yeah. fine but don't act on twitter like oh i, I back this team or you know you know, it's I, I put up this crap. Our recruiting sucks. You know why our recruiting sucks? Because people like you leave and we have a quarter-filled stadium on primetime ABC against Clemson. And we had a ton of recruits at the game. You don't think those recruits noticed that? I think two things. I think they did. I, I said this on Saturday. I do actually now thinking about it, and I've seen some of the quotes come out, something like that. I do think they noticed that this team they had had fight. I hate saying oh a team has fight, da-da-da. But I think they did notice that they made the game respectable. They fought through to the end. And, and I think that's a message that Mike Norvell sells, that this team will fight hard. You will come here. You will compete. And this team lacks talent. And that's why we need you here. That's why we're recruiting you, because we need you as a playmaker to put us over the top. So I think that message is resonating. They saw that you know they made this game respectable, made it close at the end. So I think that resonated. And I give credit to our players for, for fighting through the adversity and keep fighting till the end. Now, the other thing is, is that, though, those recruits also saw, oh, look at these fans. Like, look at how them leaning. If I go to Tennessee, stands yeah. are going to be packed. If I go to any of these SEC schools, do you think they leave in the middle of these games like no. this? If we're losing one or two games like this? No. Are Florida State fans going to show up for the to the Georgia Tech game? If I go to, if we play against a mediocre competition that's not on TV and we're losing? So, because these kids love this atmosphere. Florida State's atmosphere is a top five atmosphere when it's filled to the brim like it was to start the game. Top five. That is a huge recruiting tool for you. But when you leave, you coldly totally kill that buzz, and I think that was just honestly so 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 disappointing, especially on a big night like that. It, 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 you know, it, and that's and that's
1: all. It yeah, you know, there were a couple of things. One recruit, one recruit noted it. Yeah. One recruit, in a direct quote, noted it that he, he saw people leaving the and the the place was emptying out in the third quarter. You yeah. know, I and when things looked dark. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. The team can't empty out. Yeah, so exactly. So if, if, if I'm a recruit on a sideline, I see that you have to worry about the fan base. You well, have to worry about who am I going to be playing in front of. I don't totally agree with your comment about the Miami thing. You know, they are the few fans that show up stay. But you can't I've give, them, you them, can't leave leave give them crap. But you can't no, give Miami yeah, crap no, you fans crap if your fans are leaving. Don't start crapping on other people's fans if yeah. you're not going to support it and, and, and so on. But I thought yeah. I thought Dabo's comments about the team and about Coach Norvell were high class, and I, he talked direct to the point. He had no reason to say it other than he respected it and saw it and felt it. I've never seen another coach ever say that, yeah. ever say that. Yeah. And so I, 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 he got some of my respect tonight uh, that he didn't. Uh, I mean that night. Uh, and so I agree with you. It, it it could impact on some certain recruits that may be on the edge, you know, where they go to a Tennessee game and and they lose in a in a close game, but no, and everybody stays. I mean, or alright, whatever team you want. But yeah, it, I think that was a big problem. Uh, there's some fans that disagreed with our comments or my comments in particular, and that's okay. That's that's what we do. Uh, but don't don't put the championship hat on. Uh, if you're not willing to go through the losing part to build to that championship. Well,
0: and, and that, also don't, don't much give much the I team crap for not fighting hard if you're not the right. beside them safe for the whole okay. game. Like, don't s- expect them to give the same effort if you're not going to as well. Yeah, so. and my
1: my final two points coming out of that to wrap up my Clemson take was, first of all, the, the defense is, is having issues. They're having issues. And they gave, they've given up in the last three big boy games now Some 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 a lot of first downs, not getting off the field on third down and sustained possessions where points were scored. A lot of points were scored. So that is a problem. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later uh, on some notes I have. But those I think the team fights. I think there's this fight in this dog. How that calculates into wins in the last five games is another question
0: yeah my uh my final thoughts on the game were um I, I still think there's some breakdowns in situational play calling by mike norvell and staff whether it's in the red zone some questionable play calls or not you know the execution of those play goals in the in the red zone is, is hurting this team uh the the fake uh, fake punt things like that come back to haunt you i i do appreciate that he's playing to win the game Uh, And he's called play calling to win the game. He's not, I saw brought this up on Twitter. I forgot who it was. And I thought it was a great, great, it was either a quote or a statement. They said is that Mike is, he's calling plays based on trying to win the game and not just trying to make games close. Like if that play, if he converts that first down, you have a chance to make it close and potentially get within, I think at the time, you know, three or four points. But if, you know, you miss that, like we did, then, then, Clemson goes up by 20 points or plus, and then, and then, then, then it can roll into a blowout. He's not being conservative just to make games look close and, and 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 make it look like a better score than it was. He is making play calls to try to, you know, and, and this may sound like a, an obvious statement to win the game, but he's making some of these play calls. He he is actively trying to pull the upset. He's actively trying with the talent he has pull, knock off the Giants here. And, and, and really go for the home runs and he's not being overly sometimes it seems like he's being overly conservative but he's not just playing to make close scores he he knows if i make a mistake here if this doesn't convert we're going to get blown out of the home well
1: the the, the it's know? always the old adage right if if he succeeds yeah and they go down and they score points you know and it adds into the game whether they win or lose it's a great call if if, if it fails which it did then it's a bad call. I mean, it's that old but adage. I, but but I, 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 him, I agree a little bit with what you're doing. He's playing but, aggressively. Yeah. He's playing it, aggressively. And I think it was he is willing call. to take
0: the flack to say, it was my play call. I thought it was the right thing to do. He, He's, like you said, he's not playing just to say, let's keep the score close. He's playing to win the, the damn game at the end of the day, which. So I, I think there's examples where some coaches don't play, don't necessarily call right. it like that. They play to keep and, it close or, or try to stay within range because that sometimes can be better for recruiting, especially if you don't have the talent to compete. But I think right. he is, well, he's right. he's he's willing to be questioned or he's willing to say I messed up, didn't convert, you know, we lost anyway. So yeah,
1: yeah, and, and you know what? And as long as he can go into that locker room and go into the practice sessions the next week and explain to his kids, this is what I did. Yeah. I'm accountable for the call. Yeah, I knew the risk involved and I knew the reward and I'm doing it because that's the team I want. Yeah. I want aggressive play. I don't want, you know, I'm not going to throw everything to the wind here, but there are times we believe in certain setups. We think we can make it make a play and, and sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not, which puts more of a burden on you guys, but I'll be accountable for those plays as long as you're accountable for the execution of Absolutely. those plays. Absolutely. You know. So, and so those are my points coming out of the Clemson game going into this bye week is everybody needs to take a deep breath. Uh, uh the players they get a few days off I, and then they need to uh you know regroup themselves for the final push. And the final push now we went through a, a tough three-game stand here. Very tough Unfortunately, the predictions, and we can talk about those later where we stand on those, but the last two games for sure, uh, we've uh, we've called them both right. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not bragging about that, but it's what we thought it would be. Yeah. The final five-game push is going to determine the theme, a big theme coming out of this season. And, and, and there's some really tough games in this next five-game stretch. Yeah. Uh just one more
0: thing from it. I and it kind of harkens back to the fan days and just like how close we are. Because now that I've had time to think about it, I just can't understand why people would check out when the game the game was out of reach. It looked out of reach. I even admitted when I was watching it It looked out of reach, but I kept watching. But then you're going back and watching the game. Like I said, there's a couple of plays here and there. If you make them defensively, even and offensively, because the offense went cold as well, you had your chances. The biggest example of that is if you look at this screen cap right here, I'm going to share with you, is you were in the start of the fourth quarter. I mean, this is where you are. You're first and goal from the three, and it's a 20-point ball game. You score on this drive here, which you don't. You go four plays, and you cannot score, which we're talking about red zone execution. If you score here, is a 13-point ball game, a two-score ball game with 14 minutes left. So you had a chance to con- you just have to start converting on this chance. This game was not out of reach going into the fourth. It was low probability that you win. But look where you are. First and goal from the two yards from the three yard line.
1: Well, to, one of yeah. So yeah, within
0: two scores. That, that's how make, close this ball game yeah, still you was. You make a good
1: point. Leave this up. Leave this up because you said we don't convert here on a fourth down and goal. Okay, Uh, this is first and goal, but first and goal, but we get to fourth. We don't score. Okay. so a couple of statistics while we're on it. First of all, on fourth down conversions, fourth down conversions anywhere on the field, we're ranked one hundred and twenty third. It's yeah, it's killing us. It's killing us. That is killing us in a couple of reasons. That's anywhere on the field. That's now they know, especially in the field goal, that we're a little shaky there. The opponents know that. So they're going to go on fourth down. So a lot of teams are practicing more on that and really honing in on the types of plays we run. So that's, and most of the time, it's a pass play, which two things, two bad things going to happen. Incomplete and interception. So that's, we're 31% ranked 123, four of 13 on fourth downs. Mm -hmm. Now, the red zone scoring Red zone scoring, uh, we are ranked 101st, 76%. So when you combine that, that's those aren't good rankings.
0: No, yeah, no, and, and it, it literally it's it's a mixture of well, it's a mixture of just execution, but also some game uh, play calling that it's like you said killing us in these key situations because you turn it over on downs here. And it just takes off more time from the clock and makes that, that comeback even
1: more improbable. And,
0: I mean, we could spend hours. No, so just and, your, uh, point, hours yeah, your
1: point is a lot of people are already left. Yeah, already sleeping out, out of the game. Left out of thing. But if we score here, we're back in the game. There's a lot to play. So your point is, well, I'll tell you, one final point on fan reaction. And that came from uh, uh, Coach Dion Sanders at JSU. Okay. I, I know you don't I, maybe I don't. like his. I do like his stuff a little bit better, and that is this. He was talking about – I can't remember if he was talking about Grambling or he was talking about uh, Alabama State, who they had played. And he he called out their fans. He goes, our fans were great that showed up on the road. Their fans were terrible, didn't show up at the game. And he called them out. So I think it's, I think it's good that this gets pointed out to people.
0: Yeah yeah
1: this gets, uh, now, here's a here's a concern okay, They yeah. we're, then we're moving on here uh, i concern. think we spent way too much time. No, wait to wait on that. Well, now. well you know what's going to be interesting since we're talking about fan base georgia tech is a noontime kickoff we're coming off three straight They're losses we're playing georgia tech well hell no it's not gonna be a sellout the thing is when the camera pans around what are they going to see in the stands
0: and half empty stadium.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. And that's what ESPN did the other night. They showed – they clipped away from it quick, but they showed people leaving the stadium in the third quarter. Okay, enough on that. Panama Jack,
0: I I agree with you that, like I said, sometimes it's bizarre play calling. uh, And like I said, I think, you know, we assume Mike Norvell's calling these plays. But he it, is calling him.
1: He is calling him. It, it, which He's I think
0: I, I, I'm starting to think that sometimes, like sometimes, I love his play calling, and I think it's very innovative, and he does mix things up to to trick more quality defenders out of the out of their schemes. But at plays like this, it's also okay. Some of these, you know, two phases. That in wasn't row, thrown.
1: That ball wasn't thrown well. It but has it, to it, be thrown when he turns also, around. If you go back and he turns around, when Johnny Wilson turns around. He has to put the ball up high so he can go up and get it. Well, it's also and the watch when he cuts. When he cuts, stop it. When he cuts, no, go back to where he, if you can. I know it's hard when you're under the gun here. Uh wait. When he gets into his cut and he turns, that's when the ball should be on him, in my opinion. Right here. Now keep going, keep going, keep going. Now stop right there. That's when the ball should be at a height. He's got the D, he's between the him and He's got the ball in front of him. The defensive back is behind him. If that ball is put up in the air, he gets it. Well, and that's he has the, an opportunity to get. And it. And that's not the thing I'm the thinking. Why does
0: this have to be so freaking? Why do you have to try to back shoulder? Make this so damn complicated? The guy is six seven. Right there, there. Is zero deep. You could have just lofted yeah. like a it's basketball to him in the post. It's, it's
1: post. it's not a good throw. That's what I'm saying. It, it seemed
0: throw. like they tried to it's make this throw more execution. complicated,
1: yeah. like yeah. throw it in the corner. No one's going to out jump
0: him. Just give them the air that he
1: yeah, Michael Pittman or Ortel Wilson, Pokey Wilson may get that ball down low, but you got a six-seven receiver now who has to drop to his knees to get to the ball. It's not going to happen. And Panama, I agree with you. This goes back to my point I bring, made uh, made on Saturday night:
0: is that where was Trey Benson? Why wasn't Trey? I got the an answer to, that. to run the I ball have, in I, the red zone.
1: I have the uh, answer to that, which
0: baffled my mind too. Is that you go to this play, go to the well. And it doesn't work, which you, you okay. have to execute on three yards. Now, you just
1: have I to. have a possible answer for the Trey Benson thing. First of all, I don't know why Trey Benson doesn't run it more down there. he in got red seven down. carries yeah. in the, the entire entire game.
0: average 10 yards per carry.
1: Okay. 10. Wait a minute. Calm Can down. Can you
0: stop giving the ball?
1: Calm down. Calm down. It's Mike dumb. Norvell. Mike Norvell today, today, said Benson, that, which I didn't know. I don't think you knew. Benson was questionable coming into the game. because He looked no, damn policy, healthy right in the ball. He well, looked the po- well, that's what I say. He looked pretty damn good. And 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 Norvell said that today. That's a quote that he didn't know if he was going to play or not. He, he, he applauded him for the efforts he gave, but he only had seven runs and he was hitting nine. I think it was 9.9. Yeah, it was 9.9. Average. Average. It was
0: ridiculous. He but was I don't receivers. know
1: why they don't feel he's big enough to be their inside runner in the goal line. You know, yeah. that, that would he make your defense have to pack is. it in, you know, in that regard. And then your receivers are going to have one-on-one. Then I'd rather give him ready. the ball than DJ Lundy. The guy almost tripped over. The guy, we almost didn't
0: score there because right. Lundy trips over Jordan well, Travis. Right. I love Lundy, but give Trade the ball.
1: He's more athletic well, and he's think, just as strong. Well, I, they, well, that's not their opinion.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, Hypnotic okay. brings up a, a fact. JT has regressed some. I hope he can put together. I I do agree with that, and I think I brought this up, too, the last couple of weeks, too. What?
1: Oh, has regressed some?
0: And and I agree. I In the beginning of the season, I trusted that every time Jordan threw the ball, that it wouldn't be picked. Now I get the feeling I had last season that when now, now when he throws the ball and the camera's panning to see where the ball goes, I'm not as confident that it's going to reach the receiver. I think that a breakdown in the – Offensive line play, uh, him getting a little bit more pressure in his face, getting hit, the fumbles. I think that's now starting to hit his confidence level. And like you said, he's – well, now he's using his legs more. And I think it's part of the game plan as well is use your legs more. But I think he – I think I have also seen some regression in his pass quality in terms of hitting the hitting the receiver in stride, hitting them in their hands. It's not like we saw in the LSU game. It is a little bit like we saw more last year in terms of the, the accuracy. But I do think he can turn it around. I think the bye week is going to help everyone get back together, get healthier on the line, and just settle everything down. I think these last we three have games to are the, are, are the biggest are, are the most talent this team has faced too the last three weeks. We, we like, have to this remember This is the best defensive lines and DBs we will face all season. So I I, I do hope that he will be able to come back from. Him, but I, I've noticed some regression in terms mm-hmm. of the pass quality as well.
1: We have to remember that that he is still a developing quarterback despite the media hype early on should be mentioned as a Heisman trophy candidate and all of this crap that goes on. This is no disrespect to Jordan Travis. because without Jordan Travis. We're not winning any games. Okay. So, so without him, we're not winning ball games. Do I think he is a, uh, a, a, a great passer? Absolutely not. I'm being honest with you. No disrespect to Jordan. He is an average-plus developing quarterback passer, period. His strength has always been and always will be his running ability, which he is trying to rein in a little bit, sit in the pocket, and make plays. Receivers were wider open in the first four games than they have been in the last three games. So when the separation windows close down and you have to get it in there in tight windows – he is not at that level. He is not at that level. And, but he, and he it,
0: showed he showed flashes of it against LSU and
1: like LSU was LSU. a disorganized team of talented players. First but game, you can say the same thing. First, the first game, game first game under a new coach. The other three games were warm-up games. Now we're into the big boy football, and yeah. the final five games are going to be big boy football. Okay. You could maybe throw out Georgia tech, Louisiana, but I'm not going to throw anybody out. We're not going to throw Georgia tech has won two games in a row under an interim coach. Okay. So I don't think we can throw out anybody on this schedule, but Jordan Travis is a still developing quarterback. And here's the good news. Jordan Travis will be back next year. He's not going to the NFL. He's not going to the NFL. So the good news is he'll be back to lead this team. Again, somebody said. Somebody said. uh, uh, Where do you think? uh, uh, Who's our backup? Oh, DJ. uh, You know. uh, No, no, we don't say it. Duffy, Duffy. (laughs) Where will? How's Duffy doing? Who cares? Travis is the quarterback. If we're playing AJ Duffy next season, AJ Duffy, AJ Duffy, Duffy's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's he's not ready to play. He's He's not not going to play unless Travis gets injured, which is still a possibility. I've never left that possibility. AJ so,
0: didn't come in as a prospect. Okay. He, he shouldn't be playing for two years, let's be honest. He needs time well, to yeah. develop well, his body, his skills. Year.
1: Right. No, that's, no, I'm saying two okay. full years of development. Okay, and Tate Rodemaker is not the quarterback of the future on his team. Tate Rodemaker is a career backup at the college level, period. Okay, that's it. Who can step in, hopefully do a halfway decent job to keep you in a game. We saw what happened to North Carolina State with their backup quarterback. Syracuse figured it out and took their offense out of the game and beat them. Well, so that's how qu- we which we do. should have which we should have done too. So we're getting a little off off track. Yeah. But good so, questions look, out there by yeah. viewers. Good question. Let's uh yeah, let's dive
0: into uh yeah, so uh, that's the Clemson of game. Uh let's dive into now uh The report card. So like I said, we're going to dive into our, you know, basically halfway through the season, we got five games remaining. So a little bit over halfway, but it's a bye week So it's a good time to go through it. Uh, Our position groups. So I I want to kind of go down by the main position groups. We'll start with the offense and and give our individual grades our independent grades. And, you know, if you're listening, you're watching out there, I would love for you guys to chime in too, as we're going through each position group Um, and uh, as we discuss it. So obviously, and give your points as to why you you can lead
1: us through this. Go ahead.
0: Please, sir. I thought you were prepared. Um, so now the, uh, the first group we're going to go through, obviously is quarterbacks. Uh, and I have my thoughts on it. If we're looking at a report card of quarterbacks here, uh, it's hard for me to say, cause I, I just did do a, you know, I just kind of, I did trash, but I said, I've seen some regression. If we're talking about the first three games of the season, I would have given Jordan Travis in the quarterback group. We've only seen Tate and, and Jordan so far. But I would have given Jordan an A or an A minus to begin the season. I mean, he's been super hot to begin the season, like you said, LSU game. He looked, he was sharp, hitting accurate balls. We didn't see many drops from the receivers, which make the quarterback look better when you're not dropping balls, obviously. But at the same time, the last couple of games, he's putting up the numbers, but we've seen the fumbles come back. We've seen some of the 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 turnovers come back. That some of these uh, a couple of these interceptions he's throwing, it just doesn't make sense. You know, those are the things that we have to avoid. So you, so far, you've got to
1: grade the quarterback room now. Overall. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, cool. I,
0: I'm no the performance of the room. Well, I'm doing. I'm not room. just grading on. Ta- no, we're we're not grading on on the talent of the room. We're grading on the performance of the room. That, no, that's I the said point. the
1: performance yeah, of the room. That obviously, just the, so well, I'm the saying talent, the talent is the performance. Yeah,
0: and so, not ne- no, no, that's not necessarily the case. So, oh. and then you have Tate, who we've seen glimpses of, who came into the Louisville game and, and won that game for you. I mean. He's only played one game, really. Well, he came in kind of a garbage time, uh, its that one pick against Duquesne, I believe it was. Uh, but in Louisville game, I mean, he was he was the hero. Uh, he played the best game of his career so far, and uh, I, I couldn't give him lower than an A minus right now because he, he, you know, you'd be you'd be with a losing record right now if it wasn't for him, you, you'd have three wins. So, so what do you get if what I give him an a right? minus? I give Tate an A minus, I'm giving I'm giving Jordan Travis right now a B plus. So we'll average that out at a, at a, at a, I'll I'll average it out of a B plus for the quarterback group right now. I think there is, that's probably even generous. Uh, uh,
1: uh. That's all right. That's good. We got a lot of positions to go. Uh, I'll say B plus
0: B plus B plus so far.
1: Uh, You know, we didn't coordinate these in advance. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it a B plus. That's what I got on the room on the room. When you put in, as opposed to what, (laughs) when you, when (laughs) you put in the Travis, Performance to date, he really hasn't beaten anybody. He beat the best win we have so far out okay, of but four. That's win- not- no, just be quiet for a minute. Not- be quiet. Not- I let it's you wrong rattle wrong. on. Be quiet for a minute. Jesus, you know, we're going to have a two hour show here tonight. If that's what you want, then that's what we can do. But listen, we've beaten one t- decent, talented team that was disorganized for a first game under a new coach by one point. And that's the quality win that Jordan Travis has this year. Okay. As you said, Tate won the other game. So he's basically at an A minus. I don't disagree with that or, you know, and then Jordan's at a B plus, but overall he's the quarterback room. So it's a B plus for me. That's my reasons. I think Jordan, I've always felt he's more of a runner than a passer. And I think we're starting to see him regress back there a little bit. And we're going to find out because we've got, good quality teams to play the rest of the season. And so I give it a B plus at this point. And Panama right. Jack gives it a B. Panama Jack gives it a B.
0: Hypnotic okay. gives it a B. Uh Adong Bay hasn't given it we, uh, we've already a a said this game.
1: before. Without Jordan Travis, we don't have any wins.
0: Well that's what I'm saying. I, I think uh I don't think it's no, necessarily if you not. win the game that you grade the quarterback by that because a no, lot no, of other no, things of have not. to go right of course not. Of course not. To We're win win gonna go game.
1: through these other okay um, so but, next.
0: Yeah. So running backs. I think, like I said, the running back room's deep. Trayshawn Ward, uh, you know, the running back, you know, when we first started the season, you had the four headed, we got a three headed monster to the, the, all well, that Oh, that was money. against Duquesne. Okay, okay. But, okay.
1: That was born out of Duquesne. That's a agree. fact.
0: Well, the You still have the number one rushing attack in the ACC, I believe, if I if I see that. Yeah, we're where at most uh, the
1: current, current stats. I mean, we're nationally. nationally, nationally. nationally. National. You, yeah. you rushed for 206. Yeah. rush for 206 against Clemson. Officially, okay. But officially, Clemson. we're averaging 204 yards and we're ranked 26 nationally. Yeah. And, and, the you just, and you just got
0: done facing NC State. Oh, no, it's good. You know, I'm not uh, challenging Clemson. you on the grade. So, you didn't have me put out your grade. I yet. think, I think we have a quality room. I think I really like what I've seen from Trey Benson this year. Uh, I really like what I, I actually have been super surprised from Toa Philly. I I honestly wrote Toa Philly off last season. I thought he was too small. I didn't think he could be All a true right, running back in the system. I thought he had to be a receiver or something. I thought you had to move him uh into the re- receiver room, but I've been impressed with the progression he's made uh as a running back. And then we have uh and then you had Ward, who you know he, he's just a solid back. He he just does everything, he He'll runs be hard. That whole and, room will and be and back. Come off the injury, but before the injury, Maybe he true. he was on fire. So That's I gotta that. give that room an A minus. Uh, like I said, the only thing that's missing from them is, is the goal line plays, being able to punch those balls in consistently from the goal line, and thats that, some of that's coaching, uh, and a couple of drops out of the backfield uh, that we saw, but some of that's passing too. Uh, but I would say I would say an A minus overall for that group. God, you
1: know this, you know, okay, I've got it written down. I got all these written down. You can see I got an A minus as well. I mean, this is not coordinated in advance, no, no. but we, I think we're seeing kind of the same thing. Here's the good news. Tell me if I'm wrong. Oh, the whole That whole room is coming back with a Rodney Hill, who from all indications looks, is yeah. doing well, yeah. okay? But we're talking about performance now. We're not talking about performance next year, next season. So the performance, I agree with you. I'm not going to rehash that. With Ward down, then Teofili and Benson have to pick it up. As I said, Benson had some kind of injury coming in that we're unaware of. I don't know where that injury is because no information comes out. Uh, I'm going to give the room an A minus. Panama Jack gives it a B plus.
0: Yeah, hypnotic uh, Panama Jack. Uh, give it a B plus, B plus and okay. Agonga gives it a B fair. plus too. So we got, we yeah. got these B pluses across the board. That's fair. I, with. I think I mean, we're, have, I
1: think we're good there.
0: The only reason I, mean, an A minus, you have two of the top 10 ACC rushers uh, and they're all splitting carry. You know, you have three splitting hey, My minus, injury, so. you know what
1: my minus is? My minus is, minus is we don't really have, unless you put Ja'Kai Douglas back there, is, which is possible, but you don't need him back there now. We don't have a back that can really swing out and catch good passes. We oh, don't Philly really can. have that guy. Oh, I, 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 you look, well, let's not take time to look it up. He doesn't have that many catches out of the backfield. I'm talking a guy a usage, that put, though. listen, I'm oh, I'm gosh. talking about a guy that makes the defense account for him. He has 12 receptions.
0: Him. He has 12 receptions. Who does? Two Do Yes.
1: That's not bad. Not bad. Okay. Only for
0: 88 yards.
1: But, okay. I mean, that's, so that's we're all is. pretty good. B plus, A minus. That's pretty good. All right, so we're looking at
0: receivers now, the receiving group. Like I said, no, you would not have asked me- including
1: ends, Not including no, tight ends. Not
0: including tight ends. not including tight ends. If we were looking at receiving group to start the season, like I said, I would have had a totally different grade for this. Uh, you know, now I've, I've also seen some regression. So, you know, quarterback and receiver go together, right? And and those things regress together uh, often. So with that, uh, and, and, you know, you're looking at, I'm just pulling up stats for the, everyone watching out there for ACC Uh, receiving you see who's up there obviously you don't see uh, a ton of uh, you see one floor state receiver johnny wilson of course he's been the star of the group i've seen some regression from him i I really like what i see from micah but i feel like underutilizing him it's just it's a really deep room you're trying to find who really is the go-to guy johnny wilson has been kind of neutralized in my opinion in terms of uh, being a uh, touchdown uh, catcher
1: because he's the only guy getting targeted most of the time now in the games I'd but like then you see guys
0: targets. But then you're seeing guys like Kentron show up. You know you're, you're seeing other weapons. Malik McLean goes hot and cold. You'll see him catch a couple of balls and you won't see him for the rest of the game. It, it's either it's a really deep room or guys are just being inconsistent and in getting open. I, I can't figure it out. Okay.
1: Yet. So, so overall, on?
0: I'm going to give the the receiving room a B, a solid B. I think they performed. I have seen a couple of drop balls the last few weeks that should the should have been caught and it could have been first downs and, and continue drives. I think it's really – I mean, last year's receiving group probably is a C, C-. minus. So I think it's a big a progression. I think they can get even better. But i got to give it a B right okay. now. Okay.
1: I'm going to – I'm going to give it a B, too. I got it right here, dude. I'm going to give it a B because I think we're targeting Johnny Wilson too much. I put that out on Twitter. I said we've – I think defenses are starting to say, okay, that's who they target. He's He's up here in the national rankings. He's getting most of the targets. He's got, what, 27 receptions. So we got to spread the ball around. Well, I think we got to find out if a guy like Kentron Portier, I hear he does great in practice. Mike Norvell says he, he does great stuff. in practice. The local pressers beat reports say, oh, Kentron catches everything. Well, he's a big, tall, big guy. Get him out there. Target him a little bit more. Uh, uh, Pokey Wilson shows up some games, and then you don't see him at all. I don't know where. He's a reliable. He has got good hands. Micah Pittman. Good hand guy. We need to spread the ball out a little bit more. We're getting two, too close, close targets on Wilson. It's gonna hurt us moving forward. And Keyshawn Hilton, the guy is gone. I don't know where he is. He's on the sidelines. He's on the team. He must he must have felt this is a lost year and it's end of my career here. You know, I don't know what I the don't, hell's happening. Okay, I don't, I, yeah, I don't. And, and Deuce Span, Deuce Span, is he a, he a, a developer? No, he's a developer. He's, no, he's young. Okay. He's young. not even fine in the field. So some of these guys, here's what I'm telling you. And Malik McClain, some of these guys will not be in that running back room, I mean, in the wide receiver room, come next season. they're going to go somewhere to play that that
0: can be a a you don't think
1: kent kentron portier can go find another team and play on it sure he can sure he can i I
0: agree i agree but i i think like you said it it either needs the game plan better or guys are we don't see the full tape we don't see this cam view of either these guys are not getting open or not so it's a question of like i said are they not getting open or not being schemed to the game the room i think is a little bit too deep too i think there's just too many Capable receivers yeah. and guys uh, aren't getting even playing time, so I think there's yeah. some of that too. Yeah. Uh, a Panama Jack gives a B minus for receivers, hit not a B, and Dang gives it a B as well. B. So, um, but I think, sure. yeah, he uh, Dang B says it's a potential of A minus. I I do believe that this group can get better. Uh, but a- to your minus. point, can, can can potentially get a B and A minus. I do agree with that. I do think to your point, Johnny Wilson. I, I honestly think ACC teams aren't respecting Johnny Wilson anymore. You saw in that that clip I
1: brought up before. They're going one on one with him. That yeah, they're yeah. going
0: one on one with him when we see no we help, convert. no help from the safeties. Uh, and I think that's concerning to me that if we see that on the field right. and we can't convert first and goal in the red zone, one on one with Johnny Wilson, what the hell are we doing? We can't convert that. This guy's six seven. Right. Then ACC differences well, definitely are. not So we have to find another playmaker okay. within this office.
1: And you can't. You, and when you're in the red zone, you can't just keep going to the back corner fade they they figured that out that's what they yeah. like to do fake the back 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 fade and cut across the middle which he loves to do yeah he's a, he's a guy who's got to go across the middle he's 67 240 pounds. he's got to go across the middle and he enjoys catching the ball there yeah. so do it there um yeah okay. uh, then we oh, move on to the tight end, 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 end group which and is and then the o
0: line yeah we yeah, got a lot, a lot of less uh, a lot less uh activity in this group I keep saying it, but I think earlier in the year uh, we saw more activity out of Cam, uh, a little bit out of Preston. Uh, one hey, guy, out, has
1: disappeared. Uh, well, that's
0: why I saying. earlier in the season it felt like he was getting more involved in the game. Uh, yeah, and then and the recently, and then yeah. recently, uh, yeah, not at all. You can see some of the receptions here by group.
1: Uh, the one question guy, is, I, is it scheme that they're not going to get many passes? It's it's part of the double tight end set for the running game, which helps your running game. But you're I
0: mean, not. Cam's the fourth receiver on the team. He's the fourth leading receiver on the team. So we can't say he's totally out of the game plan. I mean, no, look at but it. But I, In terms of reception. <laughs> he's got the fourth most yards on the team. It's not that's a lot.
1: Seven games. Seven games. I know. In, and he's so got 12 be, catches. So you should be concerned then. Are you
0: concerned? that he's I'm a not concerned
1: receiver? with him. If I'm a defensive coach, I'm not concerned with him. I'm I, not concerned with him. Well, I'm not I, concerned with anybody in the tight end group because they're not using them. So and grade, I think then? that's part what's of Mike Norvell to use them as blockers. But when you do that, and we're not going to get into recruiting, you're not going to bring in guys tight ends that want to catch balls here. What's your grade then? My grade for tight ends is a B minus because it's based on how they're being used and when the ball comes their way, they're generally catching it. Cam's had a couple of drops, but generally a B that's an intrigue uh hypnotic says C. don't think it's all their fault yeah yeah i uh and thank you see, Jack. He, he, Panama Jack the gentleman that's me i'm the gentleman you're <laughs> damn sure not the gentleman <laughs> yeah,
0: you're the old man. Panama you're Jack you mean me
1: the old man he agrees with me i what, think with it's art
0: strategy with your grades though With your grades. great so see you give a c no i get b-minus because B- mi- well our, our our community is a little bit uh a little bit tougher on the group cannot use a
1: c Dogby gives a c minus they should utilize more to catch block i agree with yeah that. but but tell a dogby a Dogby. it's not their fault if they're not being targeted if their role is to block then you gotta get some guys who can block and some of those guys do make it to the next level they do make it to the next level there have been tight ends at Florida State who didn't catch balls? many balls, and they went on to the next level. But the how many balls have is- you seen camp drop?
0: Remember the one that hit him right no, in the hands? I, no, he wasn't I paying I know, attention. I know. Well, the that's why I give it a B. literally hit him in the I- hands he wasn't paying attention.
1: Okay. I give for it a touchdown. B-. I, I've explained So he this. is being scammed. I, I explained it, and I give it a B minus, but I'm not going to put as much as a Dagby put on it saying, well, a C minus, because it's not their fault. It's not their fault that he doesn't know where the ball is on the field? No, what are you no, talking about? No, Balls are really hitting the chest and chess in the hands. They're he not doesn't know in where the, the ball passing is. game that much. And it's going to, you know, we can't bring in guys that want to yeah. catch passes.
0: Just because you're not in Notre Dame, you're not passing the tight end every other down, doesn't mean you shouldn't be prepared no, when the ball comes know, your way. But
1: it's. A, I think it's a great part of the offense because he, they have to be accounted on. I don't think they're... Really counting for those guys. Still, oh, and hypnotic to thinks
0: it. the tight end block has been mediocre,
1: so that's why they're saying lower. Yeah, risk. I don't have enough information, hypnotic, to really break that down and see. I don't know. the only
0: The only positive, I, w- I would give him a C too. The only reason I I'd, I'd say it's maybe on the upswing is I like what I see from Marquise and Douglas. I think Boy, he he
1: is a load. I like that that one ball he got. That was unbelievable. And he was
0: recruited as more of an athlete to play tight end. Like he has pretty. broad yeah, he he had
1: one year of high school ball. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's he was more of a, a best development project. There. But I like what yeah. I see from him. He's more of a prototypical, I, I think, Mike Norvell type of guy, which is why I recruiting. do too. So I yeah. like what I see from him. But it's concerning yeah. that you only have one touchdown out of your tight end group.
1: I mean that's, yeah, a I reason, like
0: that. that's a position you should be able to use in the red zone
1: as well. Right, a big and it body doesn't help you to recruit. Okay, yeah. so uh, all right, O line. So O line. So Let me start with the O line. Yeah. The O line was hyped coming in. It's hyped because of Coach Atkins, who I think is doing is as, as good a job as he can. There was a tweet earlier today or the last couple of days. Coach Atkins is is going to be a phenomenal head coach someplace, and this guy. And, and I don't totally agree with that, okay? I think Coach Atkins is a very effective and productive line coach given what he's been handed over the last two or it three seasons. Coming into COVID, it was tough. He had to go to the portal. He's brought guys in. Those Some of the guys he expected to be stars have been injured from day one. So it's been a tough grind for the old line He's relying on five to six bodies in there right now. He And he said this, I watched his presser. He's effective in the presser I saw today. I was a little bit more impressed. And he was very candid. He goes, there's guys, what we do is we break down the tape. We break down the tape on each guy and we point out three consistent things that that guy is not doing during that game or during certain plays. I thought that was an impressive way because we don't get those behind the scenes look. And I like that. He's trying, but he, the way he talked about schemes sometimes, he's talking about, well, we tell the guy during the, uh, you know, on the tape uh, uh, reviews, well, when a guy flashes across, what do you do? Well, shit, you know, it sounded so complicated. He said Robert Scott was, couldn't get from group A to group B in the offensive line. You know, the, the they had a advanced group and a regular group. And for a long time, Robert Scott just could not put it together, but he's put it together now. And he's getting a lot better. The problem is with Coach Atkins. I'm not sure how long he's going to be here because he's a good recruiter. He relates well to the kids, and I, the way he went to that pressure, he was—he's very honest with these kids. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that's why be. recruits well. That's why it recruits
0: so well. So
1: that has nothing to do with the, the way I'm grading it. I think the average, the line is average. I think it was overhyped. I'm going to give it a C plus on performance to date. Yeah, C plus, C plus.
0: I, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't I don't know who hyped up the uh, the offensive line. Uh, I think you're you're putting more into that than than anyone else. I no, I
1: think it was all hyped up. Who? I,
0: I okay. You need to send okay. some sources with it. It was. I hy- think I think the hype was the line would progress, and I think the line has progressed. There was still he inherited an empty cupboard from Willie Taggart, and and. I, I can't even remember who our offensive line was, uh, coach was under him. Okay, but
1: a C so is bad. an average. Is average. Yeah, i give it a I, C plus, I
0: I think a C, I, C plus. Yeah, I I think. Are you taking injuries in... are everything. you you're, you're everything? Everything. I'm taking
1: the performance performance
0: so, of the room. So Hinata gives the C. Panama Jack gives the B minus. I I, I think I got to go with yeah a C plus on this. I I think uh, they've. They've done okay so far. I think, once again, I've seen a little bit of regression once we've gotten to the meat of our schedule against tougher defensive lines. I think it's been inconsistent. Sometimes pass blocking isn't consistent. Run blocking is not consistent. But that's what you get with an well, average line. I, I, that's what you get with an average line. You're not going to get consistent performance every down, every play, every game. And so that's why I um, give them the
1: plus based on the plus based on the, the the rushing. I mean, this team is a good rushing football team. Okay. Like I said, we're averaging 204 yards nationally, ranked 26th. So you've got to give them credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. That you, you, now, the pass blocking, I think, is another issue, and that's why they get to see the plus comes from the rush. So. Yeah,
0: I, I would agree. And, and losing guys like Les Harris, I mean, you lost, yeah, you lost Lyle's the guy, from Wisconsin, Lyles center, so you've Didn't had you to shift a, a lot of guys around. But like you no. said, the rushing stats are, are a big indicator of how far you've
1: come. However— most of these guys will be back, except for Gibbons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who else is not coming back? Bliss Bliss probably got a, is going to get a red shirt. You would year. think you
0: get an injury red shirt? I think possibly. he'll get a
1: red shirt year. Uh, Lyles will have a red shirt year, yeah, right. So yeah. you're going to have a pretty good room next year. You should. You should have deep. And then you but should we're not have talking to about guys next like year. Julian
0: Armella, You know, maybe playing, right? So, right. so you have yeah. some potential there, and you have depth, like, uh, like. I'm going to say you have depth, more quality depth than you've had before. But like you said, we're basing on performance. And I think, I think that's the only good thing is yeah. that if we had this many injuries maybe two seasons ago, I don't think we we totally would be off the track. Like,
1: yeah, but we
0: no. have more depth than we've had in the past, which is good. That's kept us somewhat afloat, even though we've lost three games straight. Okay, So you get the B-minus, right? Or uh what was your I grade? I gave it a C plus. C plus And I gave uh I, gave a I think C the same a C
1: minus. All right, C you ready to go to defense. Yeah, oh no way, spe- yeah, and then we'll so do we'll do defense, defense, defense
0: on the back or uh, special teams on the back end. Right, uh right. so
1: defensive tackles. Uh you can defensive start. line, yeah. Interior, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. I'm no a, defensive tackles start? start
0: defensive tackles first.
1: I start defensive tackles the interior now. We're yeah, not talking yeah. about the edge rushers. No, no I'm talking no, about DNs. No, defensive line, interior, C minus. I think they're they're getting crushed inside, yeah. whether it's uh, uh, Cooper. Uh, and despite his uh, races with uh, which are fun races with Norvell and they wouldn't take my five hundred dollar challenge. I'm still a little pissed about that. And that offer went out there. But now it has shifted. But it's still out there. I'll write a check if they want to race. If you know, and they will write one if they lose. Cooper uh, is. is it's really hard to tell from our vantage point, but it looks ineffective to me or not as of effective, but better than average. Uh, Fabian Lovett is now just trying to come back. He's going to be on limited snaps. It looks like he'll play against Georgia tech, but how effective is he going to be game shape wise for the next five games? I think that's a limited, I think it's limited. Yeah. Uh, So, given that interior, guys have stepped up a little bit. We've had uh, Dennis Briggs move inside, Joshua Farmers move, Malcolm Ray. They're all young guys. They're getting valuable steps, snaps. But the rushing defense, rushing defense, ranked 84th nationally. FBS giving up 157 yards a game, okay? And they're not getting off the field. They're ranked (laughs) 61st. No. On third downs, ranked sixty first, thirty seven percent of the time they're getting off the field. I give him a C minus.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Hidnot gives the c Panama. gives the. c i keep out with a good point. Back just briefly back to the O line. Robert Scott may be the only one that could go to the NFL draft. He's
1: no the only way. One that, no way. Not ready. If, if he gets maybe if he gets no maybe a way.
0: fifth or sixth ground grade, he may leave. Yeah, I'm he just would. Saying.
1: Yeah. I, he. No way. He. He'd be. He le- needs to come back for another year, even based on what I heard from uh, Coach Adkins today.
0: Oh, well, that, that'll be something to watch. But that—that that, that could be the one, like you said, that maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think a C is a fair grade. I think, like you said, it's been a mixture. You, you, yeah, you—that was a position group. I think, to your point, what you said before about the O line, that was actually hyped up. That was a position group that said you're solid, like you're gonna have that together. You're you're gonna have no issues there. You got the trench monster, you, you know, you're gonna be solid, right? Yeah, and, and it's been a group that over the past three weeks has been gashed, Good. they have teams that have been able to run it down your throat, it seems like when it matters the most. And that's the most depressing part. And I know you've lost you know, some against guys first
1: down, first down's the D line, 84th in the country, which is giving up. First downs. And it's it's a
0: great point. And that's where you're that's where you're killing yourself. And and it's suppressing because I thought it would be the opposite. I thought our DBs would be struggling, even though we have talent there. I just never trust our DBs. But we're getting we're getting less tested down the field. We're just getting tested on the on the defensive line. they're trying to see how much they can move our line, how much they can run through the middle of it. And it's been working for the most part. I mean, what's his name? Uh the running back last year, uh last week had 120 yards rushing the ball. You know, and he's what five nine. He's this little guy, and I know that doesn't matter for anything. But it's well, just it's like we're just problem. Up gonna, So yeah. I give him yeah. a C minus. Okay. I give him All C minus. On D
1: edge rushers. So
0: I'll start. I I know you don't agree with me. I I've, I've liked saying from Jared Verse, even though it's in limited fashion. You have like seen like know limited, How you can say that? Like I like limited, Jared
1: Verse, but how can you say that? I don't even know how the analyst. Who's that NFL guy? He's ranking them. He leads the team in sacks, I, and
0: he's only played what two, three and a half games. Yeah, how
1: He's li- just not there. I don't see
0: it. Look at look, the stats; don't, don't lie, though. It. When he's on the field, he makes a difference. That—that's—that's that's the key thing. And I like what they see from Derek McClennan I think he's played a lot better this season. I like what we have, our P- Patrick Payton. I think. I so think what do you give have? It? Like I said, I think the only thing I don't like about them is that sometimes they don't complete the play. or they break contain. They let the quarterback break contain so I think there's things to work on. But like from what I've seen, and I think there's great potential, I think i give them a solid B from that group
1: so far. Okay, I, I disagree. i give it a C. I think it's an average edge rushers. They don't have the production. We're not going to get into Jermaine Johnson and Keir Thomas. We're not going to get into that. But I, I like Jared Verse. but Jared Verse just came up from Albany. He's played seven football games. He's been injured in two or three of them. He's on the field laying down a lot. So he's had some injury problems. This kid is not ready to go to the NFL. I don't care. I don't care what these experts are. He's going to be the number 29 in the draft. That's all BS. He is not ready. If he tries to leave this year, it's a mistake. Okay. It's a mistake. He need, nah, he may be thinking, God, I'm always injured. Okay, I' we're not get here. not out we're not here
0: it. just to talk okay. about Jared Verse. okay. I'm
1: saying it's a C at why? best. Why? They don't have the sacks that I expected them to have, and they're not holding the edge the way I expected them to have. And and so that's why I give it a C. And that's exactly what Hidden Ox said.
0: I, I I I would agree with you on that point. I, I believe they they do need to better. And set you know that what?
1: Edge. Even uh, uh, Adam Fuller, Adam Fuller said that verse he's been coming back from different injuries. He's missing some time in practice and he needs to, he was rusty setting the edge hypnotic. That's what Adam Fuller said. And he said it in a nice way, but what do you think he really sees? He's not setting the edge well at all. And you don't think the NFL sees that shit on tape unless they just want him to be an edge rusher and off the field. Well, I he's could see him. As that, a,
0: I could see him being just a situation player if he okay, wants to go. But that you know route.
1: what? He is then going against the best elite offensive lineman in 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 football. Okay, we don't
0: need to talk. This isn't the Jared Verse show. So I, he's I not
1: think, tearing these guys I, I, up. I think. Okay, but uh, I I agree with him. And, Jack, and I like, like Jared Verse.
0: I like right. Patrick Payne a lot. I think that guy has huge potential. A
1: huge potential.
0: His length his yeah he's got to put on uh, some weight but his Derek backside, McClendon athletic doing a great job I I, I like Patrick Payton's upside I like McClendon's upside I think it's a good group and if you bring some more bodies good in group. Here, I think they're good putting group. on good tape
1: to this whole room on, could so. be back but that's yeah. not what yeah. we're talking about now Linebacker. so yeah the general
0: consensus is b b uh everyone okay. uh gave it a b uh yeah. so uh yeah okay uh, I agree with you there uh well yeah. you gave it a c so uh and then linebackers. So looking at the linebacker group, I think for, for the most part we said some good things about the linebacker group. Tane Bethune has been probably the, one of the stud transfers you have brought in. The guy just plays his butt off every single week. Uh, I I love I love the way that he plays. He's just a solid player. That's what you yeah. That's what you need to get out of the portal when you take the the portal's a risk, right? Especially when you're you know because you don't know what you're going to get. A lot of these guys, but these FSU's
1: guys, done well in the portal. So
0: I agree. With Bethune, you know, he's coming up from UCF, you know, sometimes that level of competition, but you got a solid player. That guy makes plays. Sometimes he missed, you know, a couple of plays last week. Steady. I think that's the whole, he's not yeah.
1: flashy, but he's steady. Yeah. He got yeah. beat on a pass pattern. He, yeah. you know, but that's, a lot not, of his, linebackers that's not his strength. That is not no. his strength. Though. A lot but of he, linebackers get beat on those plays.
0: I just like the way he plays. He's consistent. He wraps up, he tackles. Well, that's the, that's the linebacker you need. And it was a great yes. pickup by them. I also like the way the Loach has played this year. I think, uh, I, I agree. I, I think he's really made strides in his game. The guy look, sometimes looks like a heat seeking missile. The way and he's, he's fast. fast and he's strong. And he's, he's gotten a lot stronger in his speed, like you said, is something that has really, I, I didn't notice that last year. And, and the way they've been able to put him as a spy on some of these mobile quarterbacks has sometimes made a difference in the game, which, which I really love about him.
1: And, uh, and you know then, what? That benefits Kevin DeLoach. You know why? Because the next level up, that's the new type of quarterback. You know the guy who's running that RPO, the guy who can run uses legs. So a fast linebacker like Kevin Deloach is probably going to get a real good look. I don't think this year. I don't think this year, but he might. But I think I think this whole room comes back except Bethune, right? He can't come back, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's He's, exhausted.
0: Um, yeah. but, I, but I, like you said with the the way they use him for blitzing situationally, yeah. he, I mean, he leaves the second in the team in sacks. So, um, he makes the most of both opportunities. So I gotta say,
1: um, the see, see, the could leave and, and, and go out as a linebacker, make the special teams like Tatum, Bethune. A lot of these guys will make special teams at the yeah. next level because they have to make it on special teams yeah. and then back up other linebackers. Both those guys have enough speed, especially Deloach.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say, like I thought too. Also with DB, I thought linebacker would be our a weakness, like it has been in the past. But I think our linebackers have been less of a weakness this year than I than in past in past years. I think it has been the improved group. I'm gonna give them a thank God b.
1: and thank God for that reason because the interior line is getting yeah, well, pounded. And if you don't have those linebackers uh, there, you got big problems. I would I would agree with that. That's why um, they're getting a lot of tackles.
0: I would agree with that. So um I'm what gonna give them I'm gonna give them a solid B. I'm gonna give a solid B. Okay. it a B minus.
1: Yeah, I give it a B minus. Yeah, I'm with Hypnotic there. I give it a B yeah, minus b-. yeah, b- based on what I've said. Yeah. A B gives it
0: a C plus, B minus, b-. okay. uh Canada Jack C plus. I like you said I to Panama Jack's point, linebackers definitely yeah. need to work on yeah. coverage. That's, that's been a, a weakness of the team for a while. And I do think some of that is just based on quality of depth, too. I, I think we're trying to recruit better at that position for a more athletic linebacker. and We just haven't been able to get those Well, guys. as an
1: offensive coach, you're always trying to match, get those matchups. Yeah. And that's where these elite tight ends come in because they're matching up against these linebackers. And, and 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 that can be problematic, but I think we're all right in the same area on that. But you give it again? I give it a B, and you give it a. I gave it a B minus.
0: B minus and B. Yeah. All right. Cool. And
1: then you got DBs. Okay, I'll start with the yeah. DBs. I think I think they've done well, given that we don't have that much of a pass rush up front. Okay, I haven't been impressed impressed with our pass rush up front. I think the statistics prove it out as well. Uh, that uh, that. The, the DBs are doing a pretty good job when they're having to run around for four seconds out there at four or five seconds. I think they're doing a pretty good job, even though there have been games where they gave up some <laughs> long distance third down plays. Okay. But overall it's, it's a young group except for Jamie Robinson, who's going to go to the next level. I don't see anyone else in that room ready to go to the next level in the DB area. I, I really don't uh, see anybody. I, I
0: think Jamie Robinson probably,
1: probably. And Jamie go. Robinson, I think he 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 go, uh, he's not a senior though. He could come. Back, I think he's a right? junior, but I I think he he
0: could go. He's ready Summel. to go. He's yeah, ready.
1: To he, go. He's ready to go. I think he he'll go. I give it a B minus. A yeah, minus. B-.
0: Like I said, like B minus. All right, like I like I you know previous shows weeks ago, I thought DB was probably our our weakest group, but you know there I were some. So. Yeah, there yeah. what. I believed it was going to be. And I still think there, there is some weakness there. The group really hasn't been tested a lot, though. And when they are tested, it's kind of a 50-50 sometimes. You know, you know, Clemson guys on a, fle- a flea flicker or stuff like that. There hasn't, in my opinion, been huge plays put on them. It's not like they're
1: – I think, well, hitting... the other teams are rushing the football. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, them.
0: they don't have to. They don't have to throw a to and try to make an explosive play. Yeah. You know, Akeem dent. He is what he is. I don't think he's uh, he's going to be an all-star caliber player here. Um, you know, you, you have
1: what you have in him. Jamie Robson. Greedy, Greedy Vance hasn't really done also. much. Jones hasn't done a whole bunch. Omari, Jamie Robson is probably the only guy that's saw on your yeah, team. They don't Duke, throw to him. They don't throw Duke, to his side. Duke really. Cooper – Hasn't flashed that much, you know. He's yeah. holding up, but overall, Renato Green is Renato yeah. Green's played a lot. He's yeah, he's missed out
0: in his playmaking. So I, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. like I feel Sam like
1: Call's not playing at all. He's a young player, but he's not even out there that I see. You know, no, maybe okay. he's out there. I don't see him out there that much. But now, in terms of statistics, he he's no not numbers. making a huge. He's not making a huge. You kind of wonder about, about that. I kind of wonder about that a little bit. You know, well, he's, well, he's not showing something. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I he mean, came in as a he was what a four or five star guy. That doesn't mean you're going to play. Um, well, it, it means maybe you're going to play, but he has kind of disappeared. Yeah, but the only I, thing I was going to say,
0: the only thing I was going to add, and then Hidnok just said it, is wow, the, the guy I've been impressed with was Shaheem. Shaheem's been a Shaheem uh, Browns of yeah, and he's the way they use him, they yeah. use him more in that blitzing fashion, like they have to Delo- load in terms yeah, of coming yeah. from the secondary and rushing yeah. up. Yeah, and if I right see right from on a right couple right. of those plays, I, I like Shaheem. And he was one of those guys who got late in the recruiting cycle. And he's right. a high star talent guy. And he's played like it when he's had his right. opportunities. And I expect the same from Sam McCall when he gets more opportunities. Uh, I expect
1: um, we could, there may be some guys in that room that a couple of guys may check out in the portal to see if they can find more playing position because likely we're going to go to the portal and bring in a, guy or two in some of these rooms so i, well,
0: I, I don't know about that but i, I do think yeah. like you brought up at the beginning in panama jacks is that some of those big plays are caused by a guy a quarterback having four or five seconds in the pocket and, and they're well being yeah no you can't the run with a
1: guy that long
0: no no you can't, and, I, a, you
1: can't expect
0: to yeah, run with guy. i think like that's that. been a major issue is that a lot of these quarterbacks aren't being brought down and they're saying that pocket you know you're saying four-man rush you can't get the guy down or, or can't Break down the pocket, and the guy stays there, and finally finds a guy. You can't expect DBs to run for a guy for four seconds. It's it's not. Yeah. Now let me assist.
1: let me just quickly quickly since we're wrapping up the defense here, because these numbers now start to mean something. Those are great. Eight. Did you
0: even give a grade?
1: Yeah, and gave him a B minus.
0: B minus. Right. Yeah. B minus. I'm giving I'm giving a C plus.
1: Because I think between the linebackers and the DBs are actually holding this defense together, which is being held together by band aids at times. The bend. The bend, but don't break the bend. It's bending and breaking because when you look at this number in the red zone defense, this is when we're on defense. The other teams were ranked 98th in red zone defense. That's not good. (laughs) 98th, 88% of the time they're scoring. We're being scored upon 88% of the time.
0: And it's bad because then, when our offense is in the red zone, we can't convert. So it's it, we're killing ourselves both ways. We can't stop people from scoring in the red zone, and we can't score when we're in the red
1: yeah. Zone. When you look at that, and that's how you lose
0: games. That's how you. Yeah. That's how you. Well, lose when games.
1: you add these numbers up, we're not in the top. Yeah, you know, in scoring offense on defense, we're ranked forty fifth. Forty fifth. We're giving up twenty three points a game. Other than that, everything else is out of the top fifty on defense. So this defense, yeah. it's the numbers now start to mean something, and a lot of those numbers are 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 accumulating on the last three games. You well, know, and the LSU of- game and the last three; those are the top four games you really played.
0: Yeah,
1: and well, yeah, you, you know, and those but, numbers let's start. Not, but to let's not
0: something. act like, but let's not act like. I mean, Florida State has number ten strength of schedule. I think so. Let's not act like we've just played cupcakes all year. Like you said, we've played four very good teams, and there's a lot of. A lot of teams out yeah, there but, that but play haven't played that quality. So you can't say the stats in between don't matter. Like you said, four of the well, games they, really have the yeah, m- I, I, metrics that matter. But, the, but, but now the metrics
1: before. are starting to fall into yeah. place now. Yeah. Because do you think those numbers are going to improve that much on defense in the next five games?
0: I think they will. I, I think they'll get better. You
1: think they're going to get better The, the, quality, For us? Of, the
0: quality of competition is lowering. It's not getting better. It, it's it's leveling off.
1: What the hell are you talking about?
0: You, you, you really don't think Georgia you don't Tech think is a better quality team than NC State and Clemson and Wake Forest? You think that, I think that high powered team, Georgia Tech, a Georgia
1: Tech offense yeah, is going to run all know. over us? I don't know. I don't Do you know. Think well, that? I think. I think. You think that teams,
0: Louisiana offense, just like built like Wake Forest, is? I don't know what their is, but I
1: saw. You know, I, I'm not gonna. I'm it, not gonna poo-poo it. The level of competition is not the same with the
0: pass through. It, it's good, but it's not. Okay.
1: How many games? If, it, if these numbers level. level off, if these numbers level off on defense in in the numbers I've read off to you, okay, and they're not pretty. How many games do we win out of that five? That's a whole question with this defense. I tweeted. We're it out. gonna have to outscore people. I tweeted people. It
0: out. I said, if you realistically, you should shoot to try to win three games over the next five. That that should be your goal. That is success. Yeah. Well, we that should is, win Georgia Tech
1: and Louisiana. That's what we should win. That's what I'm
0: saying. And if you if you beat Florida or Miami, that's three. If you win three of those five games, then that's a success. That's yeah. okay. what you should. And be that's
1: against. another show sometime. That's another show. But yeah, okay. And so let's go to special teams, real yeah, quick. Yeah. Lastly,
0: uh, it, it's special, special teams. teams. I'll um, lead
1: it. I'll start off.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I well, give well, special well,
1: teams. Well, uh, what's that say? That's what.
0: Mike Norvell needs to work on red zone offense. Well, he
1: always zone. does. He yeah. does Panama Jack. I listen to all the pressers, which are kind of boring. It's all coaching 101. He is a motivator. Mike Norvell is a positive guy, at least what that's what he shows to the press. And I think that's what he does to the players. But he's more of a positive guy than a than an old school guy. He's the new this is how I have to treat the softer generation. And that's what we have. And that, you know, is that. But C-plus special teams, C-plus. Here's why. Kickoffs, Fitzgerald, except for the one I saw the other day and the guy ran it back like 80 yards because he didn't kick it through the damn end zone. He's generally been kicking it pretty good on kickoffs. A-minus, kick returns. I think we're about a B on that. Maybe a C-plus to a B on kick returns. We're not fumbling it on the kickoff return. No, that's we're really not giving thing. the ball over on that. The punt returns, I give that a B. McCau- uh, Pitman's been doing a pretty good job. He's either letting it bounce or he's catching it, and and he and, and he's not he's not fumbling it when it hits his chest. And field goals, D plus, mm-hmm. D yeah. plus because we don't have faith in our kicker. He's missed some kicks, and here's where he gets the plus. We haven't had to put the game on the line on his foot yet. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the game. So overall, I'll give it a C plus.
0: A C plus. All right. Well, I think yeah. I mean, that's more. That's pretty generous considering all things. But like you said, you have to look at it in the full picture. I, I sort of expected a little bit more from Mike at this point. I do think when he does collect the ball and, and catches it on the fly, I do think good things happen. So. That's been the positive sign. I think he runs hard. He can see the routes and, and we've seen some flashes of what he can do when he has the ball. Some, some returns have been brought back to the holding or you know, stuff like that. Uh, but I think what I've seen from, from the greatest thing I've seen from him so far is that no fumbles, which is seemed like a concern every game last season, or the year before. So that's been positive. The other thing is, uh, you know, you have your first kick return touchdown in how many seasons, you know, five, 10 plus years from Trey Benson. So I think that's a positive sign. Uh then you look at the kicking game, and that's just a disaster. Let's just be honest with you. Kid is what he's uh, uh kicking 50%, which yeah. is yo, you know, yeah. it's not good. Uh and it's definitely cost you games because A, it's either cost you games because you don't have points on the board, or B, it's, it's cost you you right. because you can't put him on the game, uh put them on the field to get those points, and then C, it's costing you because you're having a scheme around your own player. He's I think there's a, a game
1: coming where he's gonna be put in the fire line and we'll see how he does.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, well, the Clemson game could have been that. The Clemson game, there's probably opportunities where maybe you take the points, but you don't trust him enough to put him on the field. So I think in that game, it definitely cost you. And it's, it, it just, it's, it's definitely altering the game plan. And I think it's cost you, cost you over and well, over.
1: Well, especially when you're fourth down, when you're going on fourth down, and you're ranked one hundred and twenty third, four out of 13 attempts, thirty one percent when you're having to go for something on fourth down because you can't kick it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that pay much, Jack, that's a good point on defense, uh, sudden change defense, because Mike Mike does take those fourth down chances and sometimes does get bailed out by his defense often. So not you
1: know, a lot, though.
0: Well, yeah, NC State game, to his point, was, was a good example of that. But. Back to such team, like I said, I would probably give it a give it a C, uh, just a solid C. There's definitely there's definitely places where you can get better. Uh, Ryan has the ability to get better. You know, we talked about it last week or two weeks ago, where he's going back to his old kicking motion, and then he hit the the 45 or 47 yarder. Why would yarder. you
1: change your kicking motion? I, I, I don't know. You got I, recruited. I you got recruited from high school on what you did there performance wise. Why do you start tweaking it? What idiot? told him to start changing that's a major change when you go from three steps to two steps I mean that's that's a major change
0: yeah uh, and I think uh you know there there's you know we could have given Fitzgerald a shot at the NC State game like you said uh, or as uh hypnotic says Pamela Jack says you know we need to hopefully give Ryan a, a boost of confidence in the Georgia Tech game I do think you have to come out of spite this bye week in the side to Pamela Jack's point are we going to move forward with a strategy of not kicking unless it's guaranteed or looks guaranteed within 20 yards? Or are we going to go back and say, Ryan, you're way back to your old motion. We're going to push you back in the game plan. If it's 45 yards or in, we're going to put you on the field and you're going to get his points.
1: Well, there are certain game situations. I, I, There's going to be certain game situations. He's going to have to put him in to kick the ball. Well, I, But I think to, to, to pay
0: about Jack's point, I think you have to put confidence and say we're going to give you a clean slate going off the bye week. If we see a if we see a, a good opportunity where you could have kicked it last year, we're going to put you on the field and give you a shot.
1: Clean. Well, he like, hit, he hit, hit one this year. That's on seven, right? Well, last week he
0: did, yeah. it, but right. then then you know game kind of got out of hand. So I think I think to that point, I think we should try to give him another shot at consistently kicking for us. Um, and then yeah, I, so I would give him. And, and uh, donovan gives a good breakdown: kicking D plus, returns B minus, punts C plus, uh, punt yeah, returns fair. B. That's I think fair. that's a that's a fair assessment, and I think and that's I think that, what that. Averages out so, like, I like this crowd, man. We've had a
1: good crowd, very candid, very upfront. This is you know, and they they fit in well with our show,
0: I think that's a good average right there, what you have there, and that probably goes in line with what I'm thinking too.
1: Um, okay, let me let me add this because let me add this. This is about penalties, national rank. We're 97th now, that has crept up, that number is creeping up, and that's not good. 97 last week they uh, play, played played
0: pretty clean though.
1: 6 yeah, for the most part. 64 yards of penalties per game now. Uh turnover margin. This is a key and it tells us why we're 4 and 3 as well. Turnovers margin zero, meaning as many uh, yeah, turnovers I, I, you've gotten, you've given up. So we have a zero there. I don't You're not in the plus column, which also tells you these numbers start to tell you why you have a four and three record.
0: Yeah, but turnovers are are a lot of times luck too, in terms of con- generate. Yes, I don't. they are. Yeah, but that uh, interception part of the is. But that's you have luck. To look luck is at not pro-
1: create. Wins and losses. A ball being
0: knocked up in the air and being caught. Somebody that that a lot of those are luck in terms of the bouncing going either way. A, a DB can well, have twelve interceptions last of season and have three There's this season. Of, that doesn't make them less know. of a player. But we that make good teams make their
1: luck. Good teams make their luck. Mister.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, and, and yeah, we're still you know we have our our, our crew talking about the NC State game and, and that kick. So yeah, I, I don't want no more special teams. I don't want to go back on special teams because it does uh, hurt. Yeah, me. but yeah, uh, so. We've got our final grades. Um, uh, you know, overall, I think uh, averaging them out.
1: Yeah, did you give an overall? What did you get? Yeah, I gave a C
0: plus. A C plus. Yeah, I gave. Oh, no, sorry, C. I gave C. I gave a C, a standard C.
1: Okay, I gave a C plus.
0: Yeah,
1: I um, gave a C plus. They're four and three. They've got, in my opinion, one quality win, and that was over the LSU team. They've played competitively against the three losses. Okay. That means something. They haven't been blown out by anybody, okay, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. And uh, uh, so that's what I see as a C plus. We're an average plus team, and uh, the, the next five games are going to be important because you're playing for the state championship now. That means something. You know, I always used to say I could lose every game, but I want to beat Florida and Miami. You talk about hype. You talk about pressure. Now you're talking in your state. And that state championship means something. Okay. Yeah. To bet, you know, and, and then we're gonna finish here, but you have to split that. You gotta beat one of them. If you lose to both of those teams, I don't give a shit which bowl game you go to. It's not a good year. Yeah. No. You uh... could beat Georgia Tech, you could beat Louisiana and go to some low-tier bowl game. But if you lose to both Florida, and Miami, not good. Yeah. Not good.
0: Yeah. And and we'll post, we'll post our grades. So you guys can comment and and give your own as well. Uh, But here's the breakdown for, for the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I think we gave pretty fair grade. And and once again, it'll be interesting at the end of the season to see how our grades change overall and and, uh, see if we give that our second half grades, but to your point and here's on the defensive side as well. Um, But to your point, I think uh, a lot of things have to go Florida state's way. And, uh, I really, really think that this fan base needs to be realistic in terms of what Florida State can do in the next five games. I do think they'll come back healthier. I do you think they'll come back focused? But realistically, you need to try to win three games out of the next five. That that should be that is the success in my mind. If you can beat Georgia Tech. If you can beat Georgia, uh, if you can beat Georgia Tech, Louisiana, and then Miami or Florida, that that's a win in my mind. That is because this team cool. was not projected to win more than seven games. That, the Vegas odds was six and a half, maybe seven. That's that's got to be the goal for you. I and I think the team got a little bit overhyped in the media and our own fan base when we started four and zero, and we hadn't even reached the toughest part of our schedule yet. And now we went zero and three, which is the doomsday scenario. But keep in mind that's what we had kind of projected on this program that we would. I projected to be a lose the three straight games. So, but I do think the talent level of teams we're facing does level off into hypnosis points. I think our stats will get somewhat better, but I care less. Stat. I'd rather us win every game and specifically do awful as long as we win the games. But I think the talent level of who we're playing does drop off a little bit. It doesn't drop off totally, but teams like Georgia Tech, Louisiana, even Miami, these teams are not balanced on both sides of the ball. We we will have opportunities to beat them if we play well enough. And oh, shown, we should beat them. And we've we shown in these them. games that we can beat these teams, but we have to play a full game. We can, have to – both sides of the ball have to come together on this. And so three wins should be the goal. You're not going to go 5-0. and 0. I can tell you that. You're not going to go 5-0. and 0. It's not going to happen. So don't set those expectations on this team. Shoot for three wins. Shoot for – Shoot for going, getting an eight-win season in a bowl game opportunity. You mean
1: from a fan perspective? Yeah,
0: from a fan perspective. Yeah. Realistic. I, yeah. The team, I hope they shoot for 5-0. Great. But from a fan perspective, do not put the pressure of saying, let's go 5-0, let's have a nine-win season plus a bowl game. It's just – it's probably not going to happen, guys. Like
1: You know, let, you know I just try got to – to get seven
0: a, wins. Try to get seven wins plus a bowl.
1: I just got a DM, you know, from a follower there, and they said, we've got to have a good crowd turnout on the Georgia Tech game. If that stadium's half filled, which is my fear, it's a shit kickoff time. I hate twelve o'clock. But listen, you're playing Georgia Tech. They're not. But it. we've but but we've had our primetime night games more than usual. To be yeah, honest, yeah, we had like four straight, three or four it, straight it, which games. is wonderful. It's a different ball game. And there's been some pretty damn good teams around college football that have had to kick the ball off at eleven a.m. Depending on the country they part of the country they were in for a twelve o'clock. Eastern standard time. Yeah. It's a crap time. You can't tailgate. It's hard to get up, go to breakfast, get to the stadium. It sucks. The players don't like it either. So nobody likes it, but you need to get out there. If you can and support this team, the tickets are going to be five, ten bucks on, on the secondary markets. If you don't have tickets, they'll probably give sh- tickets away. Yeah. The, we need to show this team that we're behind them. If they look up in those stands and see them empty, what message does that send to them and any recruits that are coming in? I,
0: I totally agree. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I don't believe no. it will be a sellout, but I hope enough people. I hope students show up. I hope the locals show up. It hurt. It helps the local. Just yeah, as many people. I, I do hope we see eighty percent, eighty-five percent stadium capacity there. You know, coming out of the bye week, I think it'll be tough new game, like you said, for all those reasons. But I, I do hope we see some support of this team coming out the bye off of three straight loss.
1: And my last piece okay. is we had great uh, – we appreciate everybody's comments. You are welcome on this show. Your comments are welcome. Your questions – and, and it was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. We want that. That's what yeah. we want. We no, want we the always, interaction. Yeah,
0: we always love the I'm interaction. I'm trying to get a
1: phone in line, you know. I don't know if that's possible. we a pretty low-budget show. Uh, but, yeah, thank you
0: again, y'all, for the uh, – I got one last uh, one uh, There we go. He, he always, always has – There's always one. This last is the one. question. There's always the last
1: one. This is the question. If I would have been at the presser this week, okay, at, not the game presser, but the presser this week with Coach Norvell, this should have been asked. Coach Norvell, Davo Sweeney made some very nice compliments to you about your team, but he also said he noticed all the fans that left the game. What are your thoughts about that, and especially with the Georgia Tech game coming up? Nobody asked that question. That's a good question. That is a good question. Yeah, Michigan follow activity. I know. I, some of the games are putting on a dog beat. At twelve o'clock on floor, I, by. I, I'm not but jealous it, of that. I'm not. It used to be that. a crap time. Now it's a good time. So that is the question that got missed this week so far, and I they should ask that question. How well, do you feel here. about yeah. that, Mike? Yeah. And I'm going to put that question out. So well,
0: yeah, you'll see I, I think te- questions will get tougher. If you lose at Georgia, if you lose against Georgia all the questions you're get very, they get tougher and tougher the more you lose. Yeah. But, yeah. but don't looks like- I
1: don't want these media beat reporters. Like I hear them in the in the in the press conferences. They're setting these coaches up. Well, coach, I don't really want to ask you this question, yeah. but you know what I mean. What the hell? Are you a professional beat reporter with access, and you're well, all want to ask these guys? Well, they all want to get questions? their question
0: asked, though. They don't. If you're you're, if it's you're, dick, you're not going to get it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's,
1: it's ridiculous. It's, it's,
0: all it's ridiculous. All politics,
1: and and it's mainly dominated by one group of beat reporters from one media outlet, which is it looks staged at times. And these guys pretend like, well, we're asking tough questions. You ain't asking shit. Okay. And that doesn't mean to be rude or professional, but you're afraid to ask some of these questions that puts people a little bit, you know, on the edge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Well, there's one thing I got. One quick thing I have to do. Our uh, a one quick uh, segment before we go.
1: This is one like the segment. longest show ever. But, <laughs> I, it, it
0: did. It was not supposed to go like this. It was not <laughs> supposed to go like this. Um, no, we have to do our uh, our picks of the week. I got our uh, our ACC picks of the week. Uh, what are you talking right about?
1: That's next week during game. No, we no. Well, we have week. ACC.
0: We have ACC games this weekend, though. Oh, People, okay. I, I think I was perfect right. last week, so uh, that's why I got to. Uh,
1: all I right. To have we'll flip somewhere. them up there. Yeah,
0: let me pull up here real quick. Uh, oh God,
1: is that, some uh, some of our viewers probably have to. Obviously, I made, to someone, a I made now. some. Well, we have viewers in Vegas,
0: so I made someone a lot of money last week. I know that. So, um, hey,
1: but, and uh, by yeah. the way, our picture for entertainment use only. We are not professional gamblers. And if you have a gambling problem, please call one eight hundred Gambler. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> something like that. Something like yeah. that. Um. All right. Let me pull. Oh, uh, let me pull up here. You
1: got it. Yeah, a lot of screens going on. We'll go through them quickly. All right, here. All right, here we go. All right. What is all this other crap on the left?
0: Uh, things that you are too complicated for you to do. All right. Okay,
1: I'll go first. Yeah, go first. Syracuse and Clemson. At Clemson. Mm-hmm. At Clemson. 13. 13 and a half. No, so we're, we're going with the odds, right? Yeah. You've got to pick with the odds. With okay, the spread. I, with the spread. Yeah, I usually just do it without. 13 and a half points Syracuse big game for Syracuse. One of the biggest in the last 25 years for them, boy, they could as Muhammad Ali, former Cassius Clay said against Sonny Liston. When, when I was, when I was growing up, I listened to it on a transition radio. Cassius Clay was fighting for the heavyweight championship of the world against Sonny Liston. Look it up. Sonny Liston was an older champion. He was old. He was past his prime. and, and, And when when Cassius Clay later Muhammad Ali knocked out Liston, I'll never forget the call. Liston goes down. Liston goes down. In this case, Syracuse comes into Clemson, comes into Clemson, and shocks the world. That's what Cassius Clay yelled. I've shocked the world. I shocked the world, and they shocked Clemson in their own home, at the Rock. Yeah, Dabo, Dabo doesn't fall down coming down a runway. I pick Syracuse in an upset because I, they're not being respected.
0: I, I think this is an interesting one. I, I do think this is a statement game for the program. Is Syracuse the next Wake Forest? Like, are they the small program that gets the three stars and turns them into a powerhouse here? If they win this game, they could get the college football playoff. They could win the ACC. This this is their, their defining moment. This, this will let us know if they're pretenders – the real thing yeah i'll take the 13
1: um, and a half points
0: I, I i would take uh so you're taking clemson 13 and a half points no i'm taking well syracuse. that it's Clemson minus 13 and a half so what, well that's
1: what i mean i'm taking, I'm taking syracuse because okay, you're giving okay. me 13 and a half okay. points
0: all right uh, i'm i'm gonna take uh i think in the end uh, i think clemson is the better team i think syracuse has played one so i'm gonna take uh clemson in this game
1: okay all
0: right uh pitt and uh um, at louisville
1: pit at louisville yes and uh, malik cunningham is coming back for the cardinals it appears from what i saw and uh let's see it's louisville and you're giving Louis- you're giving two and a half
0: points i'm not giving anything vegas is
1: yeah uh i'm gonna take louisville at home with malik cunningham pittsburgh's been up and down inconsistent i'm gonna take the cardinals at home
0: yeah i'm gonna take louisville at home i think uh they have a pretty good home atmosphere, even though both teams have been pretty consistent lately. I, I think it'd go either way, but I'm going to take Louisville with the point, uh, minus two and a half BC okay. at Wake Forest oh. minus 20 and a half.
1: Mm, wow. Is Wake Forest better that yes. much yes. better? Yes. I'm thinking Stam, Wake Forest. just based on their quarterback and, uh, they've got a great outside receiver. They got a decent running their defense is suspect, uh, I'm gonna go with Wake Forest. That's at Wake Forest, right? Yes, is that Wake Forest? 20 and a half points is a big spread, is a big spread, but I'm gonna go with Wake Forest. I think they're gonna light it up at home.
0: Well, Dengby picked, uh, took Clemson by three touchdowns in the pit. So pit. he agreed, he he disagrees with uh you on both sides. Uh and then uh yeah, so you are picking wake forest? Yeah, I'm picking Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I think Wake Ford's going to demolish them. Uh, BC is awful this year. They got a lot of hype uh, at the quarterback position, but that that isn't turned out at all. Sam uh, Sam
1: Hartman Hartman is a he's a pro. He's going to yeah he's going to blow them out. He's, of water. he's a
0: pro. Uh, right, and then the final matchup, matchup here is a Duke Ooh. at Miami, uh, which it I believe is. is just only being shown on the Bally Sports network, whichever whatever that. That's is, a new that sports
1: is. network. You know they're putting the Tampa Bay Lightning on there. Is it's that like a, a new re- sports? Yeah, it's like a
0: it's like a regional sports network. So matchup. what
1: would you have to do? Uh, stream it on your app and then stream it to the TV. It's
0: like for it's like it's like ESPN Four. It's like a made up network. It's it's is it, it's like what it Is it free? It better be because that's the only way people are going to watch Miami games.
1: But then you, but do you have to do it on an app and then cast it onto the TV?
0: <laughs> All I know is Florida State will never be on that app because people can't <laughs> don't see their games. Say I'm, I'm telling you, Florida State will never be on Bally Sports app. I'm, I'm just telling you. But that's where okay. that game is. All going right, let's on. go on.
1: What I'm going to take, I'm going to take Miami. I'll give Duke nine points. Where is it at Miami? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take Miami. I think Miami's quarterback Van Dyke. I still think he's. He's he's a good quarterback. He can put up some numbers. I think they're going to be hyped. They're going to win this game. I'll give Duke good night. I, I, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean Miami has to win the game. Uh, so I yeah, I think Duke's real lane. They have a good quarterback too. But uh, yeah. then
1: I right. Cristobal doesn't want to lose the Duke. He's being yeah. in trouble.
0: Miami, Miami. Yeah, Miami has enough offense that I think they can they can cover.
1: Actually, yeah. ugh,
0: the cover may be tight. Well, go they're Duke. gearing I'm up now. I'm
1: going with Duke. Are you? That, that awesome. they, starting, they, they want to start getting ready for florida state what does that and, mean uh, getting ready now well, they're getting you know what do you think they've been, been playing
0: vanilla they've been losing the middle tennessee on purpose no no, no, like, no, what
1: think, no what does that mean what does that mean i have to look at their numbers i look at the numbers
0: Panama jack says the valley sports network is on direct tv but i don't truth. have
1: that shit. i took that antenna when i got a new roof panama jack <laughs> I took Ad Antenna off, never put it back on. And those people, oh, oh, 99% no weather problem. Bullshit. When it lightens and rains in Florida, you get zero, you know? So, that's, oh, so it's terrible.
0: Dang uh, me, That's a good... Okay, so they, I knew it was a regional... They took over a regional sports, so it was Fox Sports that they oh, took Oh,
1: Fox over. Sports regional. regional networks.
0: They're regional networks. Okay. So Valley,
1: interesting. interesting. So I knew they did
0: West Coast sports, like But I still... Stuff.
1: The, my question to our fans is still... Do you, I guess you have to have the app on your phone and then you're going to streamcast it to your TV. Like
0: I said, it shouldn't be probably. something that you ever have to worry about. because Well, I'm be not
1: going to worry about it because I probably can't pull it off.
0: <laughs> Danby goes with me and picks Duke. Uh, you're picking Miami. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So we'll, uh, yeah, hopefully. Hey, if, and if by Flores the way, we Flores are State...
1: entertainment only. This is a full disclosure. We're not professional gamblers. If you have a gambling problem, call the whatever number it is.
0: If Florida State is ever on the Bally Sports app, we've really fallen off.
1: Mike Norville has been
0: fired, you know, the, the stand has been called renamed to McDonald's football field. You know, we're really out the rails. So, if we're ever on the Valley Sports app, we have some issues. But hopefully, unlike Miami, we'll never be there. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. think that's it. We got our picks in, our predictions for this weekend. So, hopefully, they come true like last week. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to go over before I no, let's,
1: uh, you know, hopefully the players get a couple, three days off. Dylan Gibbons is going to go down to South Florida, not South Florida, but down here with Fort Myers area to help distribute uh, all the things that they've collected from the donations that people have sent in. Don't forget to vote for Dylan Gibbons in the all state uh, contest there. Every day you can vote. So uh, we, we, we're doing that. Please do that. Let's push Dylan over. Dylan's a good guy, he really is a good guy, you know? So we've got a lot of good kids on this team. They're really working hard. Norvell is a good uh leader for this group, you know, yeah, he's, you know, he he does it his way and I hope it translates well. So it's been fun. It's been a good show and, but we got five games to go and it's really going to determine where this team's going. Okay. Absolutely.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I think that's going to do it. Like I said, uh, we'll be back next week. No weekend show. Thanks
1: to our viewers tonight. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Thank you all
0: for the interaction. If you haven't subscribe. already liked the video, subscribe, we would really appreciate that it helps us grow the channel and then follow us on Twitter because uh, the old man is always saying something uh, crazy <laughs> or outlandish. So, uh, interact with him there. I'm sure uh, he would enjoy that.
1: Yeah. Most uh, oh, of those are mine. 90% of those uh, are mine. Uh, or I'm
0: deleting one or the other. So, uh, <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh, thank you all for the time tonight. Uh we really appreciate it. Uh, oh, wait we'll a see- minute, wait a oh, minute. God, there there's always guy, something there else. There was a there's guy always- on
1: Twitter. The, there was a guy on Twitter who was saying fans, he, he I think he was a fan that left. He goes, That doesn't matter. Fans don't influence the game. I said, Are you kidding me? I said, road teams would disagree with you, and everybody else agreed with yeah. me. Well, well yeah, go,
0: go follow him and If you disagree with them, let them know Uh, and bring bring it back to the show. So thank you all
1: again. Like the video,
0: subscribe. We'll see you all next week, next Wednesday, and have a great weekend and stay safe, everyone. Take care, y'all.
1: Bye. Bye Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye.